0: good evening everybody um hope everybody's having a good wednesday i know that uh if you're like me i'm frozen like a popsicle today um uh, but uh such is life uh, in the winter time uh, hope everybody is staying safe and warm and praying for those that uh, they're not affected negatively due to the weather um uh, it's been a been a busy week so far um and, uh, hope everybody is, uh, being safe and and cautious in this weather, um, but knowing that we look to the Lord for our protection and for our guidance each day, so, um, want to take a look this evening at, uh, a topic which I haven't considered much, but I haven't spent much time looking at, but, uh, caught my attention, um, on, uh, the account of Nicodemus, um, Nicodemus being a, a prominent uh, ruler and a, a member of uh, the Fa- uh, Pharisees. And uh, obviously it seems that he was a um, prominent member of the Sanhedrin. Um, so I thought we might look at this and uh, and just kind of look through the scripture and, and see what it talks about Nicodemus. It uh, won't be uh, a long uh, message tonight, but just certainly some, something worth worth looking at and, and, and uh, chewing on. And, and hopefully, hopefully we'll uncover some wonderful things that the Lord has to say about uh, his account with Nicodemus. So we'll look at John chapter 3 tonight. And we'll read the account there. Uh, again, John chapter 3, uh, starting at verse 1, it says, There was a man of the Pharisees named Nicodemus, a ruler of the Jews. The same came to Jesus by night. And said unto him, Rabbi, we know that thou art a teacher come from God, for no man can do these miracles that thou thou dost, except God be with him. Jesus answered and said unto him, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Nicodemus saith unto him, How can a man be born uh, when he is old, and can enter a second time into his mother's womb and be born? Jesus answered, "Verily, verily, I say unto thee, Except a man be born of water and of spirit, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. That which is born of the flesh is flesh, and that which is born of the spirit is spirit. Marvel not that I said unto thee, ye must be born again. The wind bloweth where it listeth, and thou hearest the sound thereof, but canst thou not speak uh, tell whence it cometh and whither it goeth? So is every one that is born of the spirit." Nicodemus answered and said unto him How can these be? Jesus answered and said unto him Art thou a master of Israel and knowest not these things? Verily, verily, I say unto you <coughs> unto thee, excuse me We speak that we do, not, uh, do know and testify what we have seen and ye receive not our witness If I have told you uh, earthly things and ye believe not how shall ye believe if I tell you of heavenly things? And no man hath ascended up to heaven, but he that came down from heaven, even the Son of Man which is in heaven. And as Moses lifted up the serpent in the wilderness, even so must the Son son of Man be lifted up, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son that whosoever believed in uh, him, that whosoever, uh, pardon me, <clears throat> that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. For God sent not his son unto the world to condemn the world, but the world through him might be saved. He that believeth on him is not condemned, but he that believeth not is condemned already, because he hath not believed in the name of the only begotten Son of God. And this is the condemnation that the light is come into the world, and men love darkness rather than light, because of their deeds are evil. For every one that doeth evil hateth light, And neither cometh to the light, lest his deeds should be reproved. But he that doth trust cometh to the light, and the deeds are made manifest that they are wroth in God. And after these things came Jesus and his disciples into the land of Judea, and there he tarried with them and baptized. So, uh, here we have the account of of Jesus uh, teaching Nicodemus. And One of the things that I find interesting uh, is that it says there that there was a man of the Pharisees named Nicodemus, a ruler of the Jews. And it said, And the same came to Jesus by night and said unto him, Rabbi. I think it's interesting that uh, he was a prominent ruler of the Jews. Uh, It's a grand possibility, I think I said earlier that it was, but it's a grand possibility that he was a, a member of the Sanhedrin, if I understand correctly. Um but this particular account is that Nicodemus came at night to Christ, so he didn't want to he, he came to him privately, he wanted possibly to inquire because he was sent to do so, uh by his uh his cohorts there. And said uh For no man he says, for no man can do these miracles that thou dost except God be uh, be with him. So obviously he said you, you, can't, you can't do these things unless unless God is with you. So he already acknowledged something uh, whether he understood it or not. Uh, we know that if he was a leader he was very well educated and very um, very astute in, in, in the scripture. And it says Jesus responded to him He says, Verily, verily, I say unto thee Except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. And then Nicodemus asks him. He says, "How can some? How can? A, how can a man be born again when he is old? Will he enter again into his mother's womb a second time, he didn't understand what Jesus was saying. He took it quite literally. But what was the point of the question? It was to get him to see. Hey, you. You can't. You can't. You can't see the kingdom of God without being born again. What was he talking about? He was talking about scriptural baptism he answers again Jesus says there he says verily verily I say unto thee except a man be born of water and of spirit he cannot enter the kingdom of God so not only Jesus repeats himself and understanding that Nicodemus wasn't quite getting it he says that which is born of the flesh is flesh and that which is born of the spirit is spirit marvel not that I said unto thee you must be born again and then he goes into Explaining this, he says, you know, you're going to be born of water and spirit. Well, what do we know? Water being baptism, and spirit being the spirit that's given to the church, the Holy Spirit. He says, marvel not that I said unto thee, ye must be born again. The wind bloweth where it listeth, and thou hearest the sound thereof, but canst not tell whence it cometh, and whither it goeth. So is everyone that is born of the Spirit. We can't see the Spirit of God where it moves and where it doesn't. But we know it exists. So he's using using terms and things that he can uh, try to get Nicodemus to understand this reasoning. And then Nicodemus answered, it sounds like he was confused. How can these things be? So Nicodemus was, was, was confused, but he was earnestly seemed to earnestly Seek an explanation from the Lord. Said unto him, "Art thou a master of Israel and knowest not these things?" He goes, "You, you're a leader. You're you're a master in Israel, and you don't know these things." And then he goes on to testify again. He says, "I say unto thee, we speak that we do know and testify of what we have seen, and yet receive not our witness. Yet yeah, you you receive not our witness." It's like we we tell you about these things but yet you, you don't receive what we've told you. So it's obvious that there was some discourse going on here between the two of them to discuss what what scripture cuz he he needed he wanted some understanding. He had questions for him. He says if I told you earthly things and you believe not, how shall you believe if I tell you the heavenly things? Hmm. So he said, if "You can't believe the things I'm telling you about Earth." He says, what, "What makes you believe that we can believe these things from above?" He said, "No man's no man's gone to heaven, but he, uh, but, but what? But he that came down from heaven, even the Son of Man, which is in heaven." Then he goes on to use something he can understand. He uses the account of Moses. And those that looked upon the servant and believed, what? Believed in the Lord that they could be healed. They were healed in the wilderness when they were, when they were afflicted by the snakes. When the plague there in that particular part of the scripture. So, what, what's going on? He said, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. We're not talking about a one-time belief. We're talking about a continual, that believe it there, continually believing. In who? In Christ. In the Lord. That he would not perish but have everlasting life. The world really takes and twists this and, and to make it something that it's not. Um, but the truth of the scripture is is that in Christ exercising this continual believing in growing in the knowledge and wisdom of the Lord what? It produces life. This is sometimes hard for us to comprehend but we have an absolute chance at life everlasting with Him. The Jews were having trouble comprehending this because they were so affixed to the the arrangement that God had with them in the flesh in the Old Testament. They didn't understand that it wasn't a physical kingdom that would be restored on earth at that particular moment a physical kingdom as in like this flesh that we have now but it was a kingdom that we couldn't that the the mind couldn't comprehend he says for God uh, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life So, the Lord loved the world enough that he sent his son, that those that believe continually in him shouldn't die. but he goes on there he says for God sent not his son into the world to condemn the world but that the world through him might be saved that word there saved means delivered but it's it's a continual thing that we look to the Lord to be delivered right It says that he that believeth on him should not be condemned, but believeth not is condemned already, because he hath not believed in the name of the only begotten Son. He says, if you don't believe in these things, he says you're already condemned. What does he mean? We know according uh, uh, we know according to the New Testament that there is no life outside of Christ. We know that this was a. The, this was the Lord trying to show his, his, his fellow countrymen his brethren that they didn't believe in this stuff there wasn't any life left for them they were condemned they lacked faith enough in the scripture to recognize that Christ was, was the son of God Why? Because they couldn't wrap their mind around the fact that someone that had flesh was was the son of God because that couldn't happen that just that couldn't happen it was going to be something completely different You know going back over the, the birth aspect he says can be born again you know, I, I was doing some reading, and it seemed that some of the Jewish Jewish uh, brethren at the time thought that just because they were born Jewish meant that they were they they had salvation just because they were born a Jew. They had access to that salvation, but they had to do what? They had to. Practice the old, the Old Testament, the Old Covenant Law, as the Lord put it there, in faith. But we saw here they were failing to do that utterly. You know, otherwise, why would Jesus have been sent? They needed, they needed to suffice the law. It wasn't that the law was bad. It was just that, that the Lord saw that that His Son was going to be a sufficient sacrifice rather than the continual remission uh, by offering sacrifice for their sins yearly being rolled forward for the next year by the high priest and the priests that service the temple so he was trying to get Nicodemus here to understand there was a better way of life so this questioning this 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 account here seemed to indicate that that he was trying to explain this to Nicodemus and it seemed that Nicodemus to me seemed that he he earnestly wanted to know the answers to these questions but there's there's much to ponder on that much to study I think that there's not much said there but I, I, I think we can ascertain that, that that Nicodemus believed the Lord otherwise why would he have said there in the first couple verses there that uh, he says, The same came to Jesus by night and said unto him, Rabbi, we know that thou art a teacher come from God, for no man can do these miracles that thou doest, except God be with him. That's interesting. Let's go to John chapter 7, verse 39. Another account here of Nicodemus verse 39 of chapter 7 it says but this spake he of the spirit which they uh, they that believe on him should receive for the Holy Spirit was not yet given because that Jesus was not yet glorified many of the people therefore when they heard this saying said of a truth this is a prophet others said this is the Christ but some said, Shall Christ come out of Galilee? Hath not the Scripture said that Christ cometh out of the seed of David and out of the town of Bethlehem where David was? So then there was a division among the people because of him, and some of them would have taken him, but no man laid hands on him. Then came the officers, the chief priests, the Pharisees, and they said unto them, Why have ye not brought him? The officers answered, Never, uh, never man spake like this man. Then answered them the Pharisees, Are ye also uh, deceived? Have any of the rulers of the Pharisees believed on him? But this people who knoweth not the law are cursed. Nicodemus saith unto them, Doth our law judge any man before it hear him, and knoweth what he doeth? They answered and said unto him, Art thou also of Galilee? Search and look, for out of Galilee ariseth no prophet. And every man went unto his own home. Well, they see here an account regarding regarding Jesus. It looks like there, there in those previous verses, he says, I'll back up to verse uh, I'll read verse let's see here. Verse thirty five it says Then said the Jews among themselves, Whither will he go that he shall not fi- we shall not find him? Will he go unto the dispersed among the Gentiles and teach the Gentiles? What manner of saying is this that he said, Ye shall seek me, shall not find me, and where I am, thither ye cannot come. In the last day, the great day of the feast, Jesus stood and cried unto them, If any man thirst, let him come unto me and drink. He that believeth on me, as the scripture has said, out of his belly shall flow river, uh, rivers of living water. Then he goes on there. It says, But he spake of the Spirit, that they believe on him should receive, for the Holy Spirit had not yet been given, because Jesus was not yet glorified. Jesus was preparing the way for the Spirit to come too, so that they might have comfort. But this account there goes on, and apparently the, the, the Pharisees came, and they were upset. He says, why haven't you taken hold of him? It says, verse 45. Then, the, then came the officers and the chief, chief priests and the Pharisees, and they said to them, Why have you not brought him? They wanted him to lay hold on him and get him. They says, Never a man spake like this. Well, it just said Jesus spoke as one with authority. So these people recognized that he knew something. And the Pharisees asked, Are you also deceived? Do you, are you deceived by this man? What was their answer? What was, what was the other thought? It says, but this people who knoweth not the law are cursed. That was their thinking. They were deceived into thinking that they were, that, that because they didn't know the law, they were cursed. But then their own there, Nicodemus says, Doth our law judge any man before it hear him? And knoweth what he doeth. So Nicodemus to ask a valid question there. Says, "Does our law judge any man?" We talk about giving an account. We can't. Our our court system does this. We we're innocent until proven guilty. So. Do we believe that we that a man is guilty before we hear the account of the testimony and the witnesses? Do we judge him beforehand? No. Even the scripture talks about giving accounting for ourselves. So Nicodemus asked a valid question. Hey, you, before you hear this man out, are you going to judge him? Does the law do that? No. And he says they answered and said unto him art thou a Galilean search and look for out of the Galilee arise no prophet. Well they were talking about the scripture. They were so literal about that scripture there. But then they dispersed. So they didn't have an answer there. So what was the thing there? you gonna you going to judge him by the law before you listen to what he says? They only heard rumblings. And let's look at John 19. And verse 37. It says, And again another scripture saith, They shall look on him whom they pierced. And after this Joseph of Arimathea, being a disciple of Jesus, but secretly... For fear of the Jews besought Pilate and he might take away the body of Jesus. And Pilate gave him leave and he came therefore and took the body of Jesus. And there came also Nicodemus, which at first came to Jesus by night. So we know this is the same Nicodemus. And brought a mixture of myrrh and aloes and a hundred pound weight. And went and they took Uh, took they the body of Jesus and wound it in linen clothes with spices as is the manner of Jews is to bury. Now in this place where he was crucified there was a garden and a garden and a new sepulcher wherein was never a man laid yet. And there they laid Jesus therefore because the Jews day of of preparation for the sepulcher was not at hand. So I find it's interesting that that Nicodemus came also, and it mentions Joseph of Arimathea. so these were men of some status that they could you know take take Jesus' body and bury it, and plus they prepared it, so they obviously cared for Jesus. And of course, I, I think this still implicates. It seems to me that Nicodemus was believed Jesus to be who he said he was. After that account, of course, not much else is mentioned about Nicodemus in the scriptures. So, uh, other than what we've read, so he was one. It seems he was one. It was a servant. If he was, he was serving Jesus secretly. And it says the same of Joseph of Arimathea being a disciple of Jesus but secretly for fear of the Jews. Could be that these men were men of status and that they desired not to be uh, causing uproar or upset the faith of people. Uh, I think you would have to study the scripture and pray about it to reach your own conclusion. And I pray that the Lord will show us what it is that that we can glean from this accounting here in the scripture but i i think that it seems to indicate that these prominent these prominent leaders had something to they saw something in Jesus that that was important they knew that he was the son of god that god was with him but gives us pause to look at look at some of these accounts in scripture with fresh eyes uh, I, I i looked at this because there were some things i've uh I, not to promote anything but i've watched recently a show called the chosen it's it's about the life of jesus and i know there are things that are inaccurate about it because they're there things that are not not declared in the scripture that's talked about in the show but but just on the accounts here that are in the scripture that we can look at the uh the visual accounting there of of Nicodemus and the exchange they had over there in that that chapter 3 of this, of John when i watched the account there that they that they had of this it it just it changed my perception on 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 that accounting there I'd read that scripture a couple times but it, came, it kind of take on a new meaning so that's what encouraged me to, to look through this and, and to study it of course again there's not much there but it was worth looking at and I don't regret it one bit so consider the account of Nicodemus he was a prominent scholar and ruler of the Jews Possibly a member of the Sanhedrin, but yet he came to Jesus privately and asked questions. He wanted. It seems that he he wanted to learn, and then he asked him there over in chapter seven about Are you gonna does the law judge someone before you hear it? So, think about that. He was he. He questioned those 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 other men present with the Pharisees. And then the next accounting we have of him is at the burial of Jesus. So I encourage you to read it, read it again and look at it. Because I think that we should have a as a student of the scripture, we should definitely have the desire to, to look into the scripture and ask the Lord to show us what it is that, that is the truth rather than our own, our own flesh perception of it. And I hope that you can all glean something from this. So hope everyone has a good night and, uh, will before uh, long be together again and uh, we'll, we'll close with a prayer Dear Heavenly Father Lord we thank you so much for this evening Lord we thank you for this day Lord we thank you for your watch and care over us we pray that you would lead us and guide us Lord as we study your word and as we encourage one another in your work and as we uh, we are uh, servants of you Lord we ask that you would forgive us of our shortcomings and and uh, where we fall short of your work each day, Lord, we ask that you would uh, be with those that are sick and ailing, Lord, especially uh, those uh, like Addie and Sister Judy and Sister Melody, Lord, that you would just uh, keep them in your prayers, Lord. And we ask that you be with your, your churches wherever they are, Lord, that you would uh, strengthen and guide them, Lord, and help us to be a light and an example to those around us in this world, Lord, and that we would uphold your word above all else. We ask that you again forgive us for we fail you each day. In Christ's name we pray. Amen. Hope everyone has a good evening.